Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O'Steen. We got a great, great show for y'all today with my co-host, Tommy T is in the building, I'm as well as the artist formerly known as G Woodbury as well. Today, on today's well, he's episode, he's yeah, here. he's not here, but hey, but he's always lurking he's, around. He's in spirit. Absolutely. You know, the man genius is is always up to something. So yeah. he's got a project he's working on. So get ready for that. Uh, man, we got a great episode for y'all today. Today, we're going to be discussing, technically almost reviewing. Well, yeah, we can say that. Almost reviewing, but discussing the Kanye West documentary, Genius. And with that, we're also still going to be bringing you the news with Tommy T. And like always, we're going to bring you the top five records of the week from the three of us and, well, two of us, but of yeah. course, when you listen to the official Speaker Giga Podcast, Speaker Giga Podcast playlist curated by the one and only artist formerly known as G. Woodbury, you get to hear his three as well as us discussing on Thursday. So get ready for that. And uh, yeah, man, we've been rock and roll. So without further ado, man, how your week been, bro? Man, the week been good, man. Just kind of uh, just moving right along, man. The All-Star Weekend was this week. Weekend. Yeah. Um, Dude. Do you watch? Do you even entertain? Man, I don't entertain I, All-Star Week. I don't entertain. I feel like the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I don't entertain the... I watch the game sometimes. Like, I don't mm-hmm. watch... I didn't watch the whole game this week. But, uh, like, I used to watch the dunk contest. But when I found out who was in it, I was, like, uninterested. Yeah. The the general consensus was it was trash. Bro, so. they need to bring in the uh, the dunk professionals. The stars just need to do it. I don't. The stars need to do it, or they need to bring the people that's really like out here doing tricks while dunking. Yeah, you can do that too. Um, but I guess we'll figure it out. We'll talk more about that because yeah. uh, a lot of people is is a lot of funny reactions to the dunk contest. Yeah, and I got my opinions, and I, it's gonna be the unpopular one. Uh, but we'll talk about talk <laughs> I, about that I little more in the news. Opinion. I, yeah, we'll I, talk I definitely want to hear. Um, how's your week, bro? Man, my week was good, man. It's been busy, but it's been good. Been, uh, been enjoying, enjoying myself here, trying to get folks, you know, we try to make some money over here. That's that's just really it. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all, man? Absolutely. Aren't we all? Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so, man, so I guess, you know, week's going good. So I guess we need to tell them what tracks kept our weeks going good. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump in the top five. Let's do this thing. Let's go, man. I kick it off. I think I kicked it. Uh, I think you kicked it off last week. Yeah. So I'm going to kick this off with my top five real quick. So my top five records, you know, what's in your speaker moments from this week, man. And it, it jumped around a little bit. And then I watched the Kanye documentary and then everything changed. Uh, <laughs> but a couple of records that didn't change, man. Currency got the new album out. Him and the Alchemist. Yo. Oh, there's an interview out with, with him and uh, with the Alchemist. He was, yeah, he was talking about uh, Currency's work ethic. How he That's recorded crazy. the record yeah. and then he wanted to release it like immediately. And Alchemist was like, wait, wait. Hold on, can we at least you know record you know uh, master these records? He was like, all right, and then you know he heard that the records was really good. He was like, okay, so we'll hold them. And then currency was like, hey, cue up that uh, Biggie beat, 
and then he did a freestyle and released it. And he was talking about how he felt so pressured to release music to his fan base. He he looked at it as man, I gotta feed him. I just I gotta so feed he, him. The, what's the one with the biggie beat? I haven't heard that. There's a uh, I gotta go you back gotta send and send that to me, bro. Yeah, I, I haven't heard it either, actually. But there's a the alchemist said that there was a freestyle occurrence on a biggie beat. Mm. So I gotta figure out what that is. But this record is off the new album with him and the alchemist that I gravitated to quickly. And I it's because it's it's him, but also the features. Uh, for one, man, it's currency, and then Wiz is on the record. Yeah. And oh uh, man, I hate I just had a brain fart of who the other person is. Uh unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah. the record is called Corvette Rally Stripes. Look here, man. I don't hey, when you when I tell y'all to look here, look here, I mean, man. Look me. Look me look in my here, eyes. Man. <laughs> I'm the captain now. This record's so hard, man. And then I feel like we get old Wiz yeah. on this record. Yeah, Wiz did come with it on this one, bro. Yeah. And I was so happy because I was like, ah, oh, that's Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always happy when there's Wiz and Currency on the record. But when I get old, you know, that glimpse of that old Wiz Khalifa, it's I havoc. always get excited. Havoc yeah. is on that record with them. Yes. Havoc? Yeah. Oh, man, I even feel worse because I was thinking it was, uh, shoot. I didn't I was know thinking who was on it. someone else on the record. I didn't know who was Dang. on it. Shout out to Havoc, because Havoc's on the record. He does an amazing job as well. Yeah. So, man, Corvette Rally Stripe, check it out on the new one with Currency and the Alchemist. And then from there, uh, I, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to do this out of so order where I have it. Let to go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, I'm going to do it out of order because I, so I just, when I <laughs> typed all this out, it was from that moment. So the Kanye records yeah. that I have in there got put in there because I was of the documentary. But these other records were there before. And there were some more records there, but I booted them out. <laughs> because so of these edited, records. You edited like, okay, guys, we send the top five to each other. So we know exactly what the top five is. Yeah. Before I ask this question, you edited this post in here? I started it and then I stopped it. <laughs> I have to say, wow, it don't say edited, but all right, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, um, it was edited in my mind, yeah. but uh, so I'm gonna do this out of order. So I'm not gonna mention Kanye records yet, but the next little record I'm gonna mention is the man Big Crit, Roll Clean, Bruh. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet till this my turn. I'm gonna look be at quiet. him. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, for one, I think we need to do a review on this album. Let's do uh, it, man. I'm with it. Two, I really think this album was a breath of fresh air, and I'm so happy he did an album that was different from what he normally does because now we got to see a little bit more talent from Big Big Creek instead of the usual. Uh, and I hate, I don't want to say that. I say that respectfully because anything Creek does bumps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in this game, people get burned out quickly. So instead of the usual, you know, that Southern bass hard beating, this album actually came with a whole different vibe, a whole different feel. So it's very short, even though it has 17 songs on it. Yeah. Or is it 14? It's, uh, I don't know how many songs it is. It's either 14, 17, but it, yeah. that's neither here nor there. It's 38 minutes long. Yeah, it's short. Yeah. <laughs> very short. You're going to listen to it very quickly. Uh, but 
it's so entertaining in the interludes <laughs> and how he puts it all together. It's 17. 17, yes. Yeah. Um, but this record here, Roll Clean, actually was one of the records I gravitated to, gravitated to really, really quickly, as well as some others. But this one here was my my go-to record for the past week off of the new Big Crit. So y'all be sure, sure to check out the new Big Crit, Roll Clean. That's, uh, yeah, that's just one of my favorite records off of there. And then from there, I went over into Dom Kennedy and yeah. I just realized it says Dim and I bet the stupid autocorrect from, Apple got to do something about autocorrect. It's annoying <laughs> sometimes. I know I can turn it off, but I need it sometimes because I can't, yeah. some stuff, I just need to see it to spell it. But when mm-hmm. it's just autocorrecting for whatever reason, it is, look, I put dumb, I mean dumb. Don't yeah. fix it to dim. But dumb Kennedy, man, still calling. I, I really like this record. It was uh, last week when we was talking about um, shoot, I'm having a bang for it. Uh, <laughs> Larry June, and we yeah. was talking about how yeah. he fits that that Dom Kennedy, you know, mode there. I, I this week I went to Saddam Kennedy. I just put on the essentials and let it ride, and I mm-hmm. came across Still Calling. And his record, I enjoy a lot, man. I love Dunk, uh, Dom, and and I'm looking out for more and more music from him. But check out this Still Calling record. You can find it on the Apple Music Essentials, or you can uh, just plug it in and you know type it in and find yeah. the actual song. But yeah, man, I love this record, man. It's just a smooth riding record. It's Dom at his best. So, and then from there, now nah, I told you there was other songs on here. They got booted. So I got two other songs, which was uh, two Kanye West songs because I was watching the documentary. Yeah. And one of them was two words. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about it, but there's a moment where where you see Most Def and Kanye in the same room and Most Def starts spitting the verse to this. And there's no beat. And it's just, for one, we're going to talk about the people he was around at this yeah. time. Yeah. was amazing and we're going to talk about that but then you know the other folks who was in the room as well so I hope y'all get a chance to watch it but then right after Kanye starts spitting his verse to it and just immediately you see like you just see the room like light up and they're just like oh my goodness man yeah. you know and then I, I heard I was like goodness gracious I ain't heard this song in a minute so I had to go find it two words with most Def and Kanye West <sighs> It's, it's such an incredible song, man. <laughs> I don't even know why I said it like that, but it, it is, it's, it's such an incredible song. And then we're going to talk so much more about Ye and, you know, what he went through. Uh, but then after that, man, the next song that we got to get, we got to see him actually putting together was Jesus Walks. So that's the next song, Kanye West, Jesus Walks. And man, like just kind of seeing the process and seeing for one, seeing that old footage, man, I enjoy that the most because it looks raw. And then seeing him working on this song literally. Yeah. Like how he worked on it and then how he worked on other songs too. Like not yeah. it, it was no in no huge studio. It was in a room, people was in it, it was a pool table in it. I'm sure the acoustics wasn't that great. I don't know how they get it to sound so good unless he went in and re-recorded, but then but man, this record here, man, it definitely one of the records that always touched me. So that is pause. 
<laughs> but that's uh, I just yeah, man, that's my top it. five. <laughs> 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 I knew what you was talking about, bro. Yeah, man. That's so that's my top shit. five, man. And yeah, man, that's how my top five came about. Man, that's what's up. I like it. I like it a lot. So my top five. Um, I'm gonna just run it down real quick. Um, big crit all the time. Bruh, all the time is hard. Like, is. like I was like, man, it's it's funny because I was talking to talking about it on uh on um uh, Facebook earlier. Um, how this album is like I have to listen to all the time first and then go mm. listen to the rest of the songs and let it play through. Because like one reason is it's so short, right? So you yeah. really don't like for me, I really don't realize like the album has either repeated or went to another um you know album. But it's it's funny because it's like, dang man, this joint, this joint is all the way at the end, but it's so hard. You so, know what's crazy? I don't remember that song. You don't? No. <laughs> um, uh Road Clean is uh is is dope too. I really yeah. like that song too. Um, but nah, it's at the end. It's like track sixteen. Well, that's just how quick it goes. Like you said, right. like before you know it, it's just over, and you're like, 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 and, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this too. Um, when it first came out, I wasn't I was excited about it because it's a crit album, but it had to mm. grow on. Yeah, like it, so cool was like. I didn't really like So Cool when it first when he first released it, but like within the two weeks, I could I found myself continually singing the song mm-hmm. and everything, man. And and like now it's like one of my favorites off of that album. So for me, it was just the album was so quick I couldn't figure out if I liked it. Yeah, that was the first not. thing you said. <laughs> like I had to I had to listen to it like a lot. Yeah, because it was so quick. I was like, "Do I like this? Why is it over so quick?" Like, I don't even remember what song I listened to. Right, right. And so I had to play it back a couple of times and and to have a conscious, thorough listen of it because it, that's just how fast it goes. Yeah, I wonder why he he like did such short song short songs. Honestly, yeah, me too. Man. Um, my next one is currency, half moon mornings, like. Mm. That's the first track on that album, man. And it's like, that whole album is a vibe, too. Yeah. Like, by the way, like, that joint, man, I was listening to it in the car. Like, it was like, uh, I ain't even try to, like, car tizzle. Like, we was just out, me and the family. And I just had that jump like, low, because we was talking with each other. But it was like background music. Yeah. You can yeah, see it here. Spurgeon. And I was like, this done cool, man. Let the windows down a little bit. <laughs> Let's just ride. <laughs> man. Man. We was just kicking it, man. Just listen to the currency in the car, man. Everybody was cool. Nobody was yelling. Lily. But, um, you know, we was just kicking it. Then uh, my next one is Jeezy. Get your mind right off his uh, the Thug Motivation 101. Um. I, like I told y'all at the beginning of the week, Jesus, Jesus was going to be in my top five. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what song was going to be there, but I knew Jesus was showing up because 
Like, I don't know how I got to Jeezy, but when I got there, I got stuck. <laughs> and I was like, well, let me let me go to this one, man. Let's see what we're doing here. Um, then my next one is Jay Z featuring Big Boy, Killer Mike, and Twister. Um, popping tags, mm-hmm. we be popping tags. Um, man, it's just you know that track just bumping, man. And I like to see the connections. Yeah, um, I mean, that's easy. Yeah, <laughs> this last one is gonna um, banking on me, man. I honestly, this came out like at the beginning of January, mm. and uh, I never paid it any attention, but some told me to like go back and check it out. Like I saw it and I started listening. To it. I was like, this is dope. I wonder why I never just like really checked it out. But mm. um, that's, good that's my top five, man. Hey, solid. I yeah. still haven't listened to that Gunner album yet. You haven't? No. You missed it. <laughs> you missed it. But out. I listened to the records that, you know, have popped up that have been yeah. hard. So, nah, man, solid top five. Uh, once again, uh, y'all be sure to go and check out the official Speaking Eagle playlist on both Spotify and Apple Music. That is both curated by the artist formerly known as G. Woodbury. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The mad scientist himself. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> this was that time where we hop over in the news because we got plenty of news. Yeah. Uh, some of it features a little bit of Kanye and, and some of it features a, a lot of other stuff. So, <laughs> first off, let's go. I want to start with sports, man. Let's do it because um, hip hop and sports go so well together. Yeah. I know I posted like this past week, uh, Juwan Howard. Michigan <laughs> coach <laughs> got into a little fist fight with uh, the coach from Wisconsin. I know in the in the press conference, and I'm paraphrasing. In the press conference, he was like, um, he didn't he didn't appreciate the coach calling timeout. They were getting beat. I don't know the score of the game, but they were getting beat. Uh, Seventy-seven to sixty-three was the final score. Mm-hmm. Um. Who is that? Jawan Howard's team or no, 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 no. Uh, the other team, the, the other team, Wisconsin's team. Gotcha. So they called timeout to for some reason at the end of the game. Like the game was over, they called timeout to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> during the line where they, uh, you know, shake hands, the and stuff, yeah. Jawan Howard was like, I guess something was said. One thing led to another. He swung on him and hit him. I think. And uh, I ain't see the video. Like, I ain't watched the video. I saw it. <laughs> Did he connect? <laughs> Look, I think he thought about a man's swing because, like, his his hand was, like, balled <laughs> up. And then it stopped. And there was this this awkward, like, like he tried to grab his face and yeah. rip it off. So it wasn't like he, he actually punched him. Now, punches were thrown amongst the team members. Yes, and they, and some, that of the team, some of the team members got eliminated. I mean, eliminated, but suspended. Yeah. but uh, Which I, I which kind of sucks because they were like just caught up in between. Because as Juwan Howard was walking past, it looked like Juwan Howard didn't even want to speak to the guy. He was just moving forward and the other coach stopped him. Mm-hmm. So it was like, the weirdest, awkwardest thing because he stopped him. And yeah. Jawan Howard just, he was just headed towards, you know, he was behind his team and just walking. He he wasn't going to shake the coach's hand, of course. 
And he was just, you know, he's tall, the other coach was kind of short. So he pretty much was looking to pass him over him. And the other coach stopped him, said something. One thing led to another, then they started backing folks up. And then you see the long arm of Jawan Howard come across. <laughs> it looked like he wanted to punch him. And then he was like, no. And then so it looked like he was trying to claw his face off. So man. <laughs> I'm we trying to see, see if they video. if they tell me how many people got eliminated, but got uh, suspended. But Juwan Howard got suspended for five games, um, oh, okay. and, char- and charged like forty thousand dollars, like for a fine. Uh-huh. Um, so he won't be able to. He'll be able to coach in the tournament if they make it the mm-hmm. the uh, division tournament. But it, it, like the he's done for the season as far as like their season play. So. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, that's it's crazy to see, and and it's him being a coach, him being a head coach. It's it looks bad, and it's a terrible yeah. um example for his kids, for his uh, players. I seen a meme. They was like, if Juwan Howard was gonna punch somebody, he should have punched Chris Webber. <laughs> if if Jawan Howard's gonna punch somebody for calling timeout, it should have been Chris Weber. If you if you remember the Fab Five, uh, yeah. they didn't win the NCAA championship or going to the. I think it was they was in the championship. They didn't win because um, Chris Weber called timeout when they had no timeouts. Yeah, and the clock and ran out. Ultimately, the play, uh, was it the clock or was it the team? Um, shooting a free throw because that's a tech. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, next I guess thing, he's sensitive about timeouts, man. Yeah, I guess he 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 basically went up and told the coach he was like before he got into this fight, he told the coach, "I'm gonna remember that." And I guess the coach tried to like pull him to the side, and he was like, "Don't touch me." It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much probably how it went, but I don't know what else was. Get said. your hands off me. Yeah, man. Coach should have just kept walking. Coach should have just kept walking or not even show up to the handshake. You well, know. the other coach shouldn't have just stopped. You can kind the of other coach see. shouldn't have tried to touch him. He was like, yeah, just, all right, keep it moving. But I guess, I guess, like when you think about it, man, you don't realize like somebody's how angry somebody is about a situation and stuff. So Look, if he ain't looking at you in the eye and he looking past you, you, you just you just keep walking, bro. Yeah, Call him just later. Keep pushing. Right? Especially yeah. if y'all ain't if, if y'all ain't friends. Yeah. Like if it was me and you up there and you was mad at me, I'm still gonna fuck with you. Cause you my dog. Yeah, but I ain't gonna be like that mad. Like and then if you swing on me, I'm be like, I'ma move and be like, Greg, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Then we probably get it. We like just wait till we get finished out here, bro. I don't want you. <laughs> no, 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 we can no we can handle now, this. <laughs> it's not that crucial. At all. <laughs> like, we can handle this, <laughs> but you know, like let's let's handle this in private, man. This is a private matter. Yeah, man. Know. But now, man. So Juwan Howard's suspended. Like a lot of people was thinking that he was gonna get uh, fired. Yeah, because I mean, like that's embarrassing. <clears throat> Like you see, you you don't expect it from nobody, but you would if you was if it was to happen, you would expect it from the players, not the coaches. Yeah. So um now since we're talking about sports, man, this past weekend was the all-star weekend. First off, Steph hit 50. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> in the All Star the All Star game be ridiculous, bro. Man, but I kind of treat it like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I love it. I love it because you know all the tricks and different dunks and people dunking that you never see. I be wanting to see people get like broke down. Like so, go yeah. out here and do the, all the M one moves that you've been that you can do. But yeah. you don't do. <laughs> but see, it's been so like lackluster for so long, and I know they ain't playing hard, and it don't yeah. matter. So I'll be like, it's like the Pro Bowl to me. I'll be like, I don't, yeah. don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah. I used to want to watch the three-point contest and the dunk contest and yeah. the skills contest, and then the day of the game, I wouldn't watch the game. Oh, I, would, yeah. I would watch to see what jerseys they had on or to see what, you know, the shoes were, and then after that, I wouldn't pay attention to it because, like, yeah, I, I treat it like the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It's a waste of a game <laughs> to me uh, in the middle of the season, you know. That's, that's just my thing. Bro, I like the uh, – I watched the dunk contest. I used to watch the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Three-point shootout. And I always miss the celebrity game, but I think that's the most – that's the best out of – like, that's the better game to watch. The celebrity game? yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it'd it be you'd be surprised be who funny. can hoop though. Yeah, that's really what it be. It'd be and they really be hooping. Like, you know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, you'd be like, dang, he can ball. Like, <laughs> oh man, you think he's trash when right, he get out right. there? You know, he's just out there for comedic value, and then he start balling. You'd be like, what? Yeah. When? Still really can hoop? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I used to make it a point to watch the All Star Game yeah. and all of that until. You know, it started just kind of they wasn't playing hard or none of that. And that kind of came with that little uh yeah, that kind of came with the LeBron era. Bro, but like I like the all-star game itself because one, they're doing it, they're doing a lot for charity now. Um, two, it's like they know they don't play hard, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a time where you're seeing like the stuff that you want to see. Like this is the closest we'll get to NBA Street. You know, where you can just openly do what you want to do on the uh yeah, on the game. And and it's that's the exciting part for me, but like if you want to just see uh actual basketball game, the best one is the celebrity game for the yeah. All-Star weekend. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. I want to hear your opinion about the dunk contest because I didn't I didn't watch it this year, but what I, I heard know. was like it was terrible. Yeah, that's why I heard it was terrible. It was boring. Uh, they showed, you know, they showed some, you know, they showed the the Hall of Famers and they was just disengaged. <laughs> you see Kareem, I do uh, <laughs> walk, out. walk out. <laughs> yeah, he just walked out. Like, and normally that doesn't happen. No. So, he normally stays around. I saw Shaq look super disappointed. Man. No one looked like they were entertained. And, and it's it's kind of... And my whole theory is this, and I know it's going to be the unpopular one, but I think it can't... Man, good, y'all going to hate me for it, but the whole Le, the LeBron era, man... Yeah, we're going like to hate when you LeBron it, didn't... LeBron, like, before that, you know, folks were... You know, Jordan did the dunk contest, and 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 you know other top players did the dunk contest, or they did the three point shooting contest. And like, I love Bruno, 
But when he got there and he never like did it, it was like I think it sent the signal to like every other like like kind of superstar player. It was like, well, shit, why are we gonna do it too? Yeah. So let's just chill and let you know what I'm saying these young bucks do their thing. Well, some of them can, mm. but it's a star-studded event. Like, yeah. Like participate, like somebody participate. Like I, I really feel like, and I I don't want to put it on his shoulders like that, but when you're the big fish and you don't, you know, it's kind of like you say, setting an example, right? Mm. When you're the big fish and you don't do it, then no one else will. Well, you know? um, I was going to say, this would have been a good year for John Morant to do it, right? Yeah. You think? I think so. But I don't, I don't like it. I feel like a lot of the superstars that would be in the dunk contest mm-hmm. already been in it. Like who? Outside of Ja Morant. Like, I can't think of anybody else that would have been a better superstar. LeBron. <laughs> not this year, bro. LeBron, not, not this year. Not, not this year, man. I mean, I'm talking about this year. Because I mean, yeah. the, the people that they had in there was like, I don't even know who they were. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not LeBron? LeBron, like, nah. He, he nah. I don't LeBron think he can got still it no jump more. out the gym. He still can jump, but I don't think uh, he got it anymore. Westbrook has Westbrook ever done it? No, nah, I don't think so. Westbrook, uh, did John Wall well, ever do it? it? You, the John Wall can't dunk. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, but I mean, shoot, I think Guinness could have came and did he did it? Did he who? ever do it? Guinness? Nah, he's too big, man. See what I'm saying? None of the stars do it. That's my point. Like, nah, like it's it's like, man, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's none, just like none of them do it. They just sit on the like. I don't see nobody else doing it, man. Like, I think for LeBron, them LeBron is like, I don't think it's a good pick for LeBron to do it now, just because he's a veteran and he's like he's looking at what if I get injured doing this dunk contest. Who has gotten injured from a dunk contest? Nobody's like, bro, people have gotten injured from walking before. So, I mean, yeah. Like, anything yeah. could happen. And, and, like, I get it for the veterans. It's like, nah, I'm not going to take that chance. I mean, as veteran status, I get that. But, you know, if we go back, you know what I'm saying, some years and all that, like, maybe think, the incentive has gone away. I wonder what the incentive was besides bragging rights. But, you know, it probably was an incentive. Long time ago, yeah, and maybe it's not as big as the other things because you got to realize uh, the players are making way more money off the court than they are on the court. That's but I don't one. think they ever made money though off the dunk contest. Yeah, I don't I know. Think maybe something went to your charity or something. I don't think you. I don't know if you made any money. But regardless, I just really feel that. And I hate to put it on him, but because he's like the star, and I hate you know that for you're sure. putting it on him too, man. But he's the like he's the he's, king, and like he's seventeen years in the game. Like anybody over five years ain't, ain't in the dunk contest. Yeah, but for seventeen years, because he didn't do it. Yeah, he set the standard. Okay. Uh, I they probably just need to do. You know, for a few years they did. They wouldn't have a dunk contest. Because they wouldn't, they probably gonna get rid rid of it now. 
because yeah, of this poor because like bro they kept missing like I think what it was they kept missing the dunks and then you know if you miss it it's some rule like if you miss it and don't let the ball come out your hand you can keep trying it mm-hmm. but basically it was they kept having to try these dunks over and over again and they wasn't making them so yeah, I think it is some rule like that. And then the judge is a judge. If you miss like a certain amount of times when it comes mm-hmm. out your hand or whatever. But, and I mean, that's fine. But it's just like, like when we, you know, when we look at what the dunk contest was, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was in the dunk contest. Yeah. Vince Carter was in the dunk contest. Right. Like them two names alone, you're like. Nah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you like, on that. You came, like it was a period of time people came for the dunk contest. The three-point contest was cool, but the dunk contest, everybody sat down because the stars, you know what I'm saying, pulled up to play. Yeah. Dwight Howard was in the dunk contest. He won it. Yeah. Like, man, the battle between him and and Nate Robinson was so dope. Yeah. Like, and if you, and those guys were were stars at the time. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when it came that year, folks probably still say this day, like, I wish LeBron would have done it. Because we know he can jump out of the gym. Like, who cares? <laughs> I feel you, bro. I feel you. So, and I feel like that trickle down where, like, other players are like, no. players not to, not to do it. Yeah, the start, the upper echelon stars, yeah. you know? So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy stuff, man. What else we talking about today? That's all I had in sports. Yeah. <laughs> um. You had brought up a, a, a crazy joint that um about Soldier Boy and Lil Yachty are mm-hmm. being sued over and some more other celebs being sued over pump and dump cryptocurrency scheme. Yep. Um what is Soldier Boy Lil Yachty and Jake Paul or some of the names um uh, in this class action lawsuit over the pump and dump. Uh, scheme meant to benefit Safe Moon founder and CEO Braden John Caroni. Um, per class action.orgs. Uh, dang, they keep naming folks, man. man. They, they basically promote it. Basically, pump and dump is I'm going to put money into this stock, and in this case, it's cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Put money into it, put money into it, and let the let it the value of it go up and then I'm going to take everything uh, away. Um, yeah, man, they should have just, uh, they should have did better with that. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, cause it happens all the time. Yeah. And like that's how the stock market works. You know, it's a big gamble, mm, right? Yeah. And, and I know we talk about cryptocurrency, but it's the same concept. Yeah. And then some will break where, there's something going on with this one particular one. All these folks will pump in a bunch of money into it. They'll not only pump in money, but they'll promote it, say, hey, they yeah. support it, all that. And then uh, FOMO will kick in for a lot of people fear of missing out. They'll start putting their money in. And then when they hit a certain peak, then the whales, which are the people that put in the biggest amounts of money in, will take their money out. And uh, Bro, they saying this thing. They'll drop right down. This thing plummeted to around like sixty thousand dollars. Like damn. Yeah. 
Like that's a come up. It is. Unless you get caught. <laughs> Unless you get caught, right. Yeah. <laughs> but um it's crazy that you can um like I guess you know, you think about okay, so with stocks, that doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? That that would get like you get some jail time for that. You know. You will. I yeah, like that's what it probably um, would, yeah. Um who was that? It wasn't Bernie Madoff because he was using folks' money. But yeah, you get it. It's a federal, like with regular stock, Wall Street stocks. Mm-hmm. But with cryptocurrency um, and the, I guess the regulations and stuff, they only can sue somebody. Yeah, probably so. And I mean, I, we don't know what a result after. Yeah. But yeah. That's yeah, crazy, man. man. It's, it's like, man, I don't know. I want to get into crypto, though. Like I've gotten into, into a the, little bit, but I want to see what the NFTs. I just started like getting into like playing around with the stocks and stuff, man. So yeah, and there's your financial literacy course for today. There you got speaker it, speaker geekers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just learn what a pump and dump is, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, man. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West, you brought up something about Kanye West. Since mm-hmm. that's the main topic today, let's uh let's end the news with um. His uh Donda, Donda two. What is it? The player stem, the stem player, or something like that. His stem player. So Donda two will be exclusively on Kanye's stem player that he has come uh coming out. And the what's been in the news is that Kanye has actually he actually turned down a one hundred million dollar. One, yeah, one hundred million dollar from Apple to exclusively have done the two on Apple when his stem player actually sold like like ten thousand, like pre ordered ten thousand of them within mm-hmm. three days, which resulted in what? Like how much was it? Two point two million. Yeah, two point two million. So that was like the early success of that stem player. So at that moment, he decided to bet on himself. And Dunder will be exclusively because he 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 announced that Dunder was going to be exclusively on that stem player. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. As Yay betting on himself, man. Kanye is a mo foe in a positive yeah. way. <laughs> yes, but like, man, you know I'm tired of talking about Kanye. <laughs> even, I know, man. Even. When we discussed talking about this on our podcast, it was like I was like so reluctant. You had to convince me, but it didn't take much. I knew I was going to watch it, but it was just like a matter of when um, this documentary on Netflix and you wasn't wrong. (laughs) You was not wrong at all. Like even my wife got into it, man. Like uh, in the documentary that we're referring to is the uh, genius on Netflix, yeah. and it's a three part. So the next part comes out on twenty third, which will most likely be the day that it'll we release. Today. Yeah, or today it, it's tomorrow, <laughs> but our podcast is coming out today, uh, Wednesday. So yeah, so but we're recording yeah. on Tuesday. Absolutely. So so that'll be definitely uh, coming out the part two, and then there's a part three, but. This part, a uh, quick backstory to, to catch everybody up. This pretty much takes place after he 
Oh, and for all those that don't want to be spoiled, you're about to get Spoiler spoiled. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But this pretty much takes place after he produced, he produced Blueprint for Jay. Yeah. So I started before that though, didn't it? Mm-mm. Like he started following. No, he 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 talked about him meeting Cody. Yeah, Cody about meeting him before yeah, beforehand. Yeah. yeah, and Cody is the cameraman, and pretty much Cody dropped everything to just this go. This is his documentary. And, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and Kanye actually, I think he's listed as a director on it too. Yeah. So it starts off, and you see Kanye at this point, and then. He talked to somebody. He's like, "Yeah, I got got uh, got a guy about the documentary and all that." And they show him doing this tweet, and then it then rewinds back. What was that tweet about, that man? Did you I have to go back and look? Because I can't remember. I couldn't see it. Yeah, it was kind of hard to see. But whatever yeah. it was, it was like they was kind of like, "Yeah, man, I don't know if you want to tweet that." He was like, "Yeah, but they'll get they get the point across." Yeah. And then he tweeted it, <laughs> and I was like, "Yep." That that sounds like Kanye all the way. The the part that we don't get to see yeah. is probably him being, you know, the marketing genius and all of that. And I, I and I like what he said as far as like he has so much to talk about. He just needs a translator to get it out. Yeah. And that was like around that time he was sending that tweet out. So uh but that's how it starts. And then Cody, which is the one that is uh, the cameraman, is actually narrating the entire thing. Yeah, but it's all old footage, which I really love. They kept it raw and looked great, very vintage. You got to see he talks about meeting Kanye, and mm-hmm. then he talks about dropping everything to pretty much film Kanye. So there's like a there's a period where you where you see a lot of people talking about Ye. Yeah, and then there's and then he see he actually has a small clip of him rapping, and then Kanye ups and moves to New York. Yeah, and then it was like what. Four years later, a he year. goes to. It was a year later. Yeah, that he oh, moved up there. That you talking about, right? When he went and found Ye. Yeah, and it was then a year started. Later. Yeah, so, so it was the very first when he first met Ye. Of course, was before Blueprint, and then at Blueprint. Uh, yeah, before Blueprint. Blueprint yeah, before the Blueprint, and then after that, he catches back. Catches back up with him. When he's uh, produced pretty much majority of Jay Z's Blueprint album, yeah. So, bro, what was your thoughts on it, bro? The like, as a whole, you, like, like first off, I appreciate you encouraging me to uh, watch it because it reminded me of the old Kanye, the Kanye uh, through the wire. Like that's what, like mm-hmm. through the wire is my favorite Kanye song. Yeah. I used to like I used to rap it trying with my mouth closed just to see like how hard it is to do that. And the fact that he was doing that, I was yeah. like, this dude here. And then just to see the hunger and him trying to prove to everybody that he's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was really dope. And and that type of work ethic, man, it's it's like he was getting these beats out to because he was broke. <laughs> yeah, you, you saw know. him with Tyler Kweli, Most Dev. Oh, you bro. saw him move walking through with uh, you saw him with Scarface. You saw mm-hmm. you saw uh, just Blaze. You saw 
you see Pharrell in there. Yeah, you see Beyonce is in there. Beyond, yeah, that's the coolest. It, it, the coolest thing about it is seeing, knowing when that took place mm-hmm. twenty years ago, and seeing all those folks. Yeah, like around him. That's why I was talking about earlier. All them folks that he got a chance to encounter with, and they were great then. And now it's fast forward to seeing where he's at, seeing where they're at. Like you see, you literally see. You see Kanye, you see Beyonce, you see Jay-Z. And at that point, you didn't know, like, you didn't know that they was going to make Watch the Throne. Yeah. Like, you, you never knew that Watch right, the Throne right. was, wasn't even, like, you had no way you thought Watch the Throne was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward and you got Watch the Throne with Ye and, uh, and Jay. And then not only that, you get you get the Carters, you get, yeah. you get everything, you know, DOA, Death of Auto-Tune, you get all the albums. This is before you even get to, this is before Kanye's first album. This is even before Through the Wire. Yeah. So yeah. that's to put, put it in perspective. This is back when records were made, but they didn't see the light of day for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And we're going to touch on that a little bit. But uh, as far as my thought, my thought as far as the entire thing or just as far as him? Just as far um, as like, what we watch. Um, oh, and so. okay. So, as far as the entire thing of what we watched, I thought it was raw. I don't think they edited it much out. Mm-mm. I think it was like, I think they gave like the realest that they possibly could. Uh, and we'll jump into the whole issue with him and Doug Infinite. And Oh, yeah, man. That was so stupid. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but did you hear the explanation that he made? Who? Uh, Dub. Is it Dub? Doug? Dub Inf- Infinite? Doug? D-U-G. Doug. Yeah. D-U-G. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can see what he meant to Chicago. Uh, And then you see... You see what his mama meant to him. That was the most special moment. Yeah. And that was incredible. But this whole thing together was perfect. I love seeing stuff that looks old and vintage. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It, it gave me that feeling back, like you said. Um, and now, as far as him, I wanted to touch on on that. And I guess we'll switch on to another question as far as him. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as what we watched, man, to sum it all up, I think it was amazing. Inspirational. Yeah. Everything it was supposed to be. Now, I know you brought up, you were saying that that was the old Kanye. I miss that guy. Yeah. After watching it and thinking about it, I was like, nope, that's the same Kanye. I mean, like, yeah, it's the but same I think, person, but I think, I'm sorry, go ahead, man. Oh, uh, what I think is uh, normally when, when you're at that stage of fighting, because it seemed like Kanye, every time he turned around, he had to fight, yeah. fight, fight to get to where he wanted to be. And this whole journey. In him. Nobody believed Nobody. in him but him. Yeah. Nobody, him and and and, and Kuda. <laughs> yeah, right. And his, and mama. his crew. And yeah, his, mama. his, yeah, his, his crew. folks. And his mom for sure, yeah. which was uh the most touching thing. And um, but looking at him then and hearing him how he was then, like the the they showed the scene where he was gonna get you here for first on M- yeah. uh, MTV. You, I don't and I was even like, remember that, man. I don't either, which is crazy thing. <laughs> but looking back at how they filmed that uh, and and hearing him, I was like, look, he's renting right now. 
<laughs> He's renting right now. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, when you get from fighting to get everything to getting everything, you know, when you get a ton of money, a lot of times your personality just amplifies mm. like however many percent. And I looked at it, I was like, yep, it's the same. It's, I believe it's the same kind with so much more. And to me, I was like, yeah, there's Kanye ain't never changed. Bruh, my, like, as I was watching it, and as I was thinking about the Kanye of today, like, Life of Pablo, the mm-hmm. album, super dope. Loved oh, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Loved it. Um, Donda was okay to me. You know? I think that was the next, the the one in the middle. Like, it was one album, like, seven tracks that he came out with. Yeah, it was, like, uh, uh, there was I Life can't of Pablo, the name of and it. And there was, I have to bring it all up here real quick. Yeah. I want to make sure I tell it, but. But that album that's in the middle, just interrupt me when you find it. That album that's in the middle, um, it didn't do nothing, anything for me. And Donda, the Donda album, Really didn't do it for me. He have he has a couple tracks on there that I like, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go back and listen to it. The gospel music, the choir, the gospel music album he made, I mm-hmm. like that because it's a different direction of gospel music, you know. Yeah. But college dropout. Uh, what's the next one? The the late registration. The, yeah, late registration. All those. Um, Dark twisted fantasy, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Those joints there is a, for me musically is a different Kanye. You yeah. know, just because it, it's like he was trying to get it. Like this, this recent on the on the, like he where he was saying poopity scoop. Kanye would never like that Kanye that we was watching. Would never say that. It's not a real lyric, you know. And so it, it's, it's, I don't know, it, it brought, it, and that Kanye also came out during a time, one of the best times of my life as well. Like I was a, what, 2004, I was a junior or probably a senior. It just depends on what, what uh, part of the year it came out. Senior in high school, getting ready to go to college, going to college, you know what I'm saying? Free, you mm-hmm. know? that time period and it brought that back. It brought a good period back to me, you know? Yeah. And I can remember that. And then like now it's like, he's always talked about, which I think is something that he wants, but this man is actually going through a traumatic experience right now. And it's in the limelight. Yeah. But at the same time, his music is suffering to me. His music is suffering to me. See, I disagree. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dunder, like Dunder didn't do it for It's me. an incredible album for me. Uh, you think it's his best? Not his best. Thank you, best. No. Top um, three. I put in... Top I, five. Right. Top five compared to what? The rest of his album, I think he got like eight albums, eight, nine albums now, don't he? Yeah, he got more than he got eight, a lot of albums. albums. <laughs> he got a lot of albums. Like, you can't make a top five, top um, ten out of his yeah, album. He got nine, nine albums in Dunder <laughs> 2 will be 
the uh, the tenth album. Uh, but so for me, it is I, I think I've explained this before. I, I see Kanye in spurts, yeah, and growth growth spurts, yeah. So when you see when you get the first three albums, which was uh, college dropout, late registration, graduation. That's that's a series of Kanye. That's just that's a yeah. series. I see him as a series. So you get that, and then from there you get eight oh eight and heartbreaks. My twist, my beautiful twisted dark, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. For those two, that is like, well, no, and then you get Watch the Throne. So then for those three, that's a totally different Kanye. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I agree. And with then you. after that, you begin to get he starts to be more creative and starts to play around with even more things because he was talking about stadium music and then you got Watch the Throne and then after that you got Jesus yeah. uh, which was supposed to be called American Psycho which I thought the album wasn't bad I think it should have been continued to be called American Psycho and it probably would have made sense and then you got Life of Pablo so then uh, yeah, Life, Jesus, of Life of Pablo <laughs> and then you got yeah, and then you got Yay, which was the uh, album right before uh, Kids See Ghosts, which I that's more that's of like the name a, of Kids See Ghosts. That's more of like a compilation thing yeah. to me. So I kind of count it, but don't count it. But like within those, like uh, within those three from Yeezus, Life of Pablo, Yay, that's a whole nother series for me. At that point, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of picking up to where where. Kanye then his next growth spurt is yeah. on what he's leading off to next. So for me, it's never like I want the old Kanye because I know and I've seen that all right, Kanye's gonna keep pushing the limit and keep growing musically. So for me, I'm looking at the I don't look at his old albums as, you know, in comparison to his later albums. Because it is no possible way because they're so vastly different. Just like I don't have my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is probably, you know, his his greatest album. But I can't compare that to college dropout, late registration, and graduation. Man, it's, like, it's yeah, you can't because like, like I, I can't. So it's like it, there really isn't a top three, four, five. It's more like, all right. I'm looking at the growth and where Kanye is going to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and see that—that's the thing I always talk about is the growth of an artist, right? Yeah. My issue with it is, I guess, my issue with it. I'm trying to like clean, like figure it out myself because I'm a Kanye fan. I want mm-hmm. to because I think he can rap. Like, dude, really can rap. You know what I'm saying? So because I know he can really rap and because I know he's so creative, it's like like where your creativity is meeting and it's for me, it's not matching up. For me, it's like, it's not that he's putting out garbage, but it's like I don't really like it. You know, so, because I feel like a, it's it's like I can't even pinpoint what he's rapping about. It's yeah. like it's honestly it seems it feels like when I think about it now is that he's just up there rapping words. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's, it's not really a 
yeah, like uh, we got lights on our on us when we when we film. That's what he raps about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I say it is. That's why you can't hold on to what he did with. It's kind of what Jay said. Like my old shit, man. Buy my old albums. That's why I listen to his old stuff. Because <laughs> when you get up to later on, it's different. He's been through so much. Yeah, and he's done like. We're going to get back to the Netflix special, but like on that Netflix special, you can see that he's done so much within his earlier career that people have done in a lifetime. Yeah. And then you kind of actually, this is a perfect example of how he's transitioning to a rapper at that point. Like he's so Mm -hmm. like most people would have stayed as a producer. Yeah. I got a good living. I'm, I'm incredible. I'm incredible as a producer, but for him, he wanted to, He's like, nah, that's not enough. I need to push forward. I want to rap. Not only do I want to rap, I'm good. And I know I am. Yeah. And then we get to him in the room with Scarface and Scarface telling that his verse is incredible. Scarface. Scarface giving him him that, man. Gave him all the confidence he needed. Scarface. Not only that. He's like, I in the thought room Scarface where, was finna jump on that. I was like, wait, I don't remember Scarface being on this. But you know it's what's like, so crazy? It's like he couldn't. He was like, man, that's just so hard. Like, Scarface was stumped. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, man, that's just so hard. And he yeah. left and actually never came back. But seeing, like, him, like, Scarface giving him that praise. By this time, he's not even signed. Yeah. Rock has passed on him. Rockefeller, he had, he literally went in there and played yeah, all fouls down, and 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 Jesus walks, and they like just kinda, they, like bro, they liked it. The first, the girl in there, I was laughing at her. The first girl, the first, she was, yeah, she was looking like okay, Kanye. She's like all right, all right, know. Kanye. Then he said something. She was like okay, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, and I think the part was like hair so long that it looked like weird. She was like, oh, you hear this? but they still like flaked on them. Like it was like, hey, kid. Yeah. and I know they were working, but at the same time, it was like to see it now and for us to be like, yo, that college dropout is a freaking classic album. Yeah, and the fact that they were in the moment and couldn't even see it, and to yeah. see that chip begin to build on his shoulder. Yeah, but going back to you know what I'm saying? Seeing him, his growth in spurts, Kanye through, I feel like Kanye grew like a couple, like two times during that whole documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so when I look at Kanye's albums, like for me, when I listen to Donda, and I just kind of, I, I guess I'm to a point where I understand what Kanye's trying to do. He's not trying to stay in the same, he, he's constantly pushing stuff forward. And I remember when Jay-Z said that, look, Ye will, he, he viewed Ye, he compared Ye to like cowboys and Indians. And he was like, Ye will run over that hill first and get shot up by everybody mm-hmm. and come back and be like, hey, everybody, it's all right, come on. He'll take the brunt of it first to push everything forward. And like when I heard that and then seeing what he did, what he's doing now, and you know, getting to the getting to Donda and all that, like you're gonna muddle through some BS until you get to that great yeah. sound. So I just look at it like as in spurts, like it's like, like I said, it. I see what he does as far as, and it may not be for everybody at first. Yeah. But then, you know what I'm saying? A couple of years later, folks be like, that album was really, really good. 
Because <laughs> then everybody starts doing what he did. Yeah. So when it comes to Donda, I don't compare it, his work, like to the rest of them. I just say that's just another, like, that's him stepping on another platform. Like the music that he uses in there, the artists that he puts on these uh, gospel rap songs. And, you know, I, I, that's what I see. I see yeah. a genius at work. And, and when I listen to it, I listen to it with such an open mind and I hear it and I just feel the feeling. I'm like, man, like a lot of these records I really, really do like. Yeah. So that's kind of how I see it. I just, I, I don't hold on to, I try not to hold on to the first three albums because well, for his me, growth I, rate is so different. For me, I have to, I like those, those albums I do. Like when I listen, it's kind of like when I listen to Jay-Z now, I listen to all of Jay-Z. When I listen to Kanye, I make it through those first, first few albums first. And then I, you know, hit the life of Pablo. But to get back to this documentary, man, um, Doug Infinite, like I thought it was the wackest thing in the world is that he made a diss song about Kanye because Kanye didn't mention him in a magazine. And yeah, then his explanation for it was, oh, you know, that's just the game. Nigga. Yeah, that's hip-hop. Nigga. Yeah. Uh, if y'all boys. <laughs> like, if, if y'all don't know who Doug Infinite is, he is actually one of the individuals who, him and No ID, who pretty much taught him how to produce. Make a beat. Like, yeah. be Kanye. <laughs> and the, the craziest thing about that was... The day before, Kanye was like, "No, that was yeah. the same day. It was the that same was day. Earlier. Yeah, it was like early in the day. I was just with him, and everything was fine. And we was on a documentary, and he was telling everyone on the documentary, this is the one. He specifically pointed, walked to the other side of the table, pointed him out, and was like, look, he's the one who helped me, right. you know what I'm saying, make a beat. And then later on that day, he uh, went to the radio and released his new disc record song. against him. Against and Kanye, I, yeah, and, and I think that's what Kanye got burnt. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because throughout this DVD, throughout the not DVD, sorry y'all, throughout this uh, documentary, you can tell that Kanye just loves hard, and yeah. I can tell that from his mom. His mom went when there's a point where him, his mom, the crew, actually that was the same night mm-hmm. after they went up to the radio because they went up to the radio station after. Confronting Doug Infinite. I thought that was the next day. Was it the next day or was it the yeah, same night? They, like, I think they did the radio the next day or something. Maybe, maybe it was saying that's irrelevant, but he, yeah, he no, went man, It was house. very recent when they yeah. went up to the radio station after, to you know what I'm saying? Pretty much. And, and even when he went to the radio station, he told everybody the exact same thing. Like, he never swayed it. And what Kanye told Doug Infinite, it was like, I told them they just didn't print it. Yeah. It was, just, you know, and that brought something to light. And I'm going to ask you a question after I, after I get through it. The reason why I think he was burnt, uh, that was his first time getting burnt by the industry. But, you know, at that point, he was heating up. Is after the blueprint. He's becoming like the biggest producer coming out of Chicago. Uh, the biggest thing coming out of Chicago since yeah. the Bulls almost. And I th- one person mentions, he was like, but we just talked about that. When you start getting to the top of the mountain, people gonna start coming for you. And it just so happened that Doug Infinite was the first one to try him, yeah. sound like. And 
I thought it was so cool that they confronted them like instantly. It was like, there yeah. they go right there. And they walked right up on them. Right, right. And it was settled with a simple conversation. And, you know, after that, he then goes to his mom's house, which I mentioned. And, you know, from there, you can see that his mom welcomed everybody in with open arms. Mm. And I, I just feel that they, he loved hard. He loved so hard that, you know, sometimes he doesn't see when the snakes are coming at him. Mm-hmm. But the question I wanted to bring up was that situation right there with, because uh, we didn't only go off the explanation that he gave Doug Infinite was that I don't know why they didn't print it, but they didn't. And now seeing him now where he's like, look, I'm going to control my narrative or seeing how he speaks out all the time or speaks up all the time. I was wondering that was the first incident, incident where we saw where Kanye probably learned, you know, his slap on the wrist. Yeah. Like, all right, you know, these these publications, they're going to do what they want to do. And then seeing what he's done throughout the years till now, if that was the moment, do you think that was the moment where Kanye was like, because he was down about that. Yeah. You could tell. No, I don't think that was the moment where he was like turning the page to control his his narrative or whatnot. Only reason well, not I to control his narrative, but to, I guess, make his point known. Yeah. 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 No, I don't, I don't think that's it. Um, the reason why I say that is because of Doug Infinite's response to him when he confronted him. I think him walking up to him, confronting him, that's just him just being 10 toes down about himself, you mm-hmm. know? Um, because I think anybody would do that. If I, I know, if I know that you, me and you are cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, so to to money mark talking bad about me mark i i find out i hear it. there's no reason for me not to come to you and be like hey what's going on you see <laughs> hey, what i'm saying tell me old bitch ass nigga <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> and, and, and that's and i think that's what it was he was looking at him like damn dog we like we homies like you took me under your ring wing when i was 13, 14 years old, we was just talking about that, you know, yeah. so I don't think that was a a thing where he wanted to, where he you know, a turning point form per se, but I mean he probably thought about it when he did get a, to a turning point, hey, they didn't say this and this caused this, or at least that's what he said it caused but you gotta yeah. think about it too Kanye was an easy target yeah I'm gonna yeah. make this song be, to to get me somewhere because Kanye is right here. Instead of saying, reaching out and saying, "Yo, you got like, let me jump in with you. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me figure it out." Now you got the you got the the what I want to say. Like I had my hand. I help you get up here. Help me get up to where you're trying to be because you're trying to rap. I'm just trying to produce. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I think yeah. friendships should work that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with, with that being the case, it's like nah, he just went the wrong direction with it. Even if he was like, hey, Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. He, even yeah. If, if he was like, oh, I know what I could do. I could make a diss track about him. You call Kanye and be like, yo, I'm going to make this diss track about you. I love you. You know what I'm saying? 
well, I'm going to make the diss track about you just so I can get something, you know, mm-hmm. make it a marketing ploy, but you just don't make no diss track and you don't have no beef with a person. Yeah, because Kanye was literally like, he was like, bruh, people already got a diss track against me. The magazine just came out. Right. Um, so it was, nah, it was very telling and interesting at that moment. And just because he was down, you can tell he was like super down and disappointed. Yeah, that messed and, him um, up a little bit, man. And even the homies he was with was like, look, it was like Kanye, he was like, man, he a good one because if it was me, it ain't no talking. Right. You know, they said that in the background. I was like, ain't oh. no talking, man. I'm finna <laughs> fight. Like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, from there, then we get to them getting to mom. I want to say they went to radio station and he pretty much still said the same thing that he was always, always saying wasn't being uh, a jerk about it at all. But then they get to mom Deuce house and we see mom for the first time. And it, it was, I mean, we've yeah. seen it before, but that was different seeing her then yeah. and him talking and, uh, they actually uh, there was another point where they met up with mom they went to the very first house walked through it talked about it uh, he talked about all the streets he lived on he was like man people think I'm from the you know, suburbs but I'm I'm really from the hood like I'm, I'm right yeah. off of these streets yeah. uh, these specific streets and, and they talk about talent shows and hiring one but it, it was something that that it was a couple things where mom that was very interesting. And uh, I'm just going to name three of them and you just give your opinion on them. Uh, one thing was how she told Kanye that, and, and Kanye, you know, you can tell that he confided his mom a lot of validation. And, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was pretty much asking if he came out too arrogant. She was like, no, it's just right. Yeah. Cause you're gonna be a superstar. You need to, you gotta have some of that. It's just right. You it's gotta not be too a much. superstar. Yeah, it's not too much and it's t- not too less. Right. And that was very telling because you know, I always say, when mama, hey, you was with me and we be out there and if mama gave the okay. Yeah, we out. We out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whether out. hey, whether it's finna get the fighting in the street or yeah. whatever, mom was like, I'll go whoop his ass. Uh, our grandma and it was like oh I got the okay then it's like alright let's go so yeah. that was one thing that's telling and then the quote that she gave that look uh, 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 when a giant looks in the mirror he don't see nobody else that had to he had pause on that he had to think about that one yeah <laughs> that's why I, I, think I was like did. I was trying to think about like what does she mean it's true but like Okay. And then she said that it is a way for you to have your feet on the ground and be in the sky at the same time. Cause she followed up with that. Mm-hmm. And then she said, uh, I want to say, she said, when a giant looks in the mirror, he don't see nobody else. And then she said, is, you know, it's a way for you to have your feet on the ground and be in the sky at the same time. Uh, and then the last point was that I found it so, so amazing that, Excuse me, that you know what I'm saying? She knew all the words to like one of his, his first raps. And normally it's the other way around. Like yeah. if we look at Big and we look at Jay, they didn't want none of their kids rapping. Yeah. They didn't <laughs> but understand mom it. was like she encouraged it so much. So on those three things, man, what 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 was your your take on those? Cause uh I'm gonna say my take real quick on on the giant part because I got it 
when I thought about it, I was like, oh, okay. Because a giant is so big, he's not going to see anybody else. Yeah. He towers over everyone. And so he doesn't see anybody else, you know what I'm saying, when he looks in the mirror because there's no one else around him. And then as far as having your feet on the ground, being grounded, but at the same time, being able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, achieve your... Yeah. The limits, you know, as far as the sky. So that's what I got as far as the giant coming. Yeah. But I mean, what was your take on those? Um, the, the, the whole thing with Ma Deuce, you know what I'm saying? The interaction. I liked it, man. It's, it's like you got to, got a chance to see how his mama um, like really inspired him because, you know, they they say like when she died, like Kanye went into a different direction. Mm-hmm. But you got to see like how he interacted with her and how much she supported him and that type of support and that type of um, interaction is good. That type of advice that she gave is good, you know, and necessary for people to be successful. And it's like you were saying, it's like when my mom found out I smoked, it wasn't nothing anybody else could say to me. You know, if my mom was approving of it or okay with it, I, you know, like, all right, like, I got the ultimate okay. Yeah. You know, so for his mom to be sitting there and be like, you got it, you know, you're a superstar, you got to act like a superstar, Mm -hmm. you know, with that type of approval, you, there's no, there's no limit to what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Because we always look at, like, just as human beings, we look for some type of approval. No matter where it comes from, we're looking for some type of approval. And he was, it, it was during a time, like, he went over his mom's house, but you have to realize what, like, what was really going on with him. He trying to get signed. I think yeah. he had just found out that he wasn't going to get signed with most definitely Talib Kweli's uh, Rockets records. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's got to try to get signed with uh, Rockefeller again. And um, people aren't taking him serious as a rapper at this point. He, he just found out about this little disc record and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's at that period. And, and just to see the confidence she instills in him, it, it makes us see why, why Kanye is so... I'm going to put my music on a stem player, sell it for $200. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm going to make my money that way. That's why those type of decisions, like some people would be like, that's crazy. No, yeah. that's not crazy. That's confidence. And, on and, for, and right. And for that type of approval from the person that you're looking for approval from the most, she gave it to you. She gave you the green light long time ago. All oh gas, no brakes. Why die? <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? So, that, like, I get it. I get it from him. You know, it, it's definitely, this documentary is definitely opening eyes to the way, like, he's acting. But I still, I still, mm. like, just talking about today's Kanye the man is going through a divorce or just recently divorced. Like, yeah, he's going to have some issues. 
Yeah, you know, but like just, just uh, you know, his his mama giving him that green light, man. That's why we have the things, the gems that we have from him throughout all these years. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why it's 2022, and Kanye is relevant as as hell. (laughs) You know, Kanye has been in the new like. We talk, I talk about, I tell Steve and Greg all the time, man, I am tired of talking about Kanye, but you can't, every week is going to be something about Kanye. And for the next two weeks, we're going to be talking about Kanye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so get so I take it this is a, this, this series uh, of documentary is, 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 is uh, named properly as yeah. Genius. Yeah. Um, so I, I got two more things, man. And uh, I really you, got more than that. But you I got see two more. in my face that I'm getting tired of talking about Kanye. <laughs> yeah, but we, we got two more weeks of talking about Yay. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, man. But we get to talk about Yay, and then we get to talk about everything else around yeah. him. Yeah. You know, because I, I think this documentary is going to be one <laughs> the of the documentary books. dope. Yeah, it's going to be like, incredible. Let's not Because uh, it ain't him talking. It's, nah, it's somebody else. It, it's like, brother, the brilliancy of Cody, Cody or Cootie? Cootie. Cootie? Yeah. Um, the brilliancy of him to say, it's something special about him. Let me document him. Like, basically taking a break from his life to mm-hmm. document this man. And it has been going on for 20 something years. Yeah. What, yeah. you, what was it? Ninety? No, it was two thousand. So twenty-two years. Yeah, it's twenty He's been years docu- documenting yeah. this man. Yep. You know. So, and then the cool part was that he did. Uh, Co- uh, Cody did go and show. He related back to Kanye how he had some, you know, he's finding his purpose, but he also showed that he found his purpose when, mm-hmm. you know, the signs of just early in life with him having a camera. Yeah. Like. All his life, pretty much. Yeah. And that was amazing, too. Oh, um, yeah. The last two things I kind of want to bring up. What's was, the last two things, bro? One thing is so we bring him and Jay. On home. <laughs> <laughs> him and Jay. All right. Yeah. Now, him and Jay is the Jay of now. You nah. kind of see, like, Jay is kind of, it, it's very interesting because Jay is so mysterious, even in this documentary. You don't see Jay. Mm-hmm. That much you hear, yeah, talk about him. He talked about how he did H to the Izzo, uh, to uh, to Kanye's mom, and then you see him at this, you see Jay at this party, and you see the interaction is more of like just a handshake, like, what's yeah. up, what's up, you know, yeah. And until we get to that classic, iconic moment of when they announced that he signed to The Rock. And they're in Chicago, and Jay gives them the mic. And then after, yeah, he pretty much, you know, you know, saying, "Tell I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team." And then Jay puts his arm around him. But before yeah. then, we really see him and Dame interact. Yeah. So, what did that like? How did you feel about that? Because I can't wait to see where. And I'm hoping the documentary shows this is where him and Jay's relationship grows. Because as all we know, when The Rock broke up, people expected Kanye to go with Dame because of their relationship. Mm. But Kanye decided to go with Jay. So, man, what what was that for you? Like, seeing Um, that? I just noticed it. And, you know, 
kind of because I know like how they how close they were. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of noticed it. I was like, oh, so dang really was the contact. You know what I'm saying? But then like, because it's a situation like that in my life. Like you, you see it all the time. You mm-hmm. know, people that, that introduce you to the people and they become closer. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of see like Jay-Z was the mystical artist. Um, and, you know, he was just looking at Kanye as like the little producer dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like a little dude, you know? And yeah. so uh, it wasn't until Jay-Z truly like got to know him until he got so I'm pretty sure they had more a better relationship with each other, like more than what the camera showed us. I'm pretty yes. sure of that, but um you can tell that they wasn't as tight as they were going to become. Mm-hmm. You know. So that was the that was the thing. I noticed it, didn't think much of it, just because it's like the focus was so much on Kanye just getting signed. Mm-hmm. And you've heard the stories. Kanye just started rapping out of anywhere, like rapping anywhere, just hungry to do it. So, yeah. you know, Jay-Z has talked about that a lot. And that's how Big Sean got signed. And that's one of those chips on Ye's shoulder that he would listen to anyone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, going back to those moments of when they didn't listen to him. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering about that because when I looked at it, I thought it was cool because I was like, you know, we we... Stuff fast forward so so quickly, yeah. That we we thought that they were cool, like all like, you know, brothers all the time. And then yeah. we get to we get to see that early interaction of just like what's good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was incredible. Uh, the last thing I want to brought up, bring up because it was, it's so much. It's still more that I can bring <laughs> up, but this part I think you know I want to bring up just the stuff that stuck out to me, and it was the conversation with. Uh, Memphis Bleak and Kanye in the room. Well, Memphis Bleak was like, you know, you gonna you like he told him, man, you you gonna be one of the biggest. The folks gonna come for you. Yeah. Like what? What was like for one? We know what the Rock was, man. Yeah. It was a bunch of hood individuals, all that tough. And, and we even see someone give a conversation about like you don't fit over there. Yeah. Uh, to Kanye. And for Ultra, and then Kanye ultimately, you know what I'm saying, went for what he wanted and, and it, it worked out. But that conversation with him and Memphis Bleak, I think was a powerful conversation, not just for him, but for anyone that's watching. Yeah. What did you think about it? Um, to be honest, man, I just was like, oh, that's nice of Memphis Bleak. <laughs> that's nice of him to say. He must have, he must have knew it, you know. Um, is it, it made me wonder how much could the other artists vouch for him? Because then it was like, you look at Talib Kweli and Most mm-hmm. Def, they were actually trying to put him on, like get him signed with uh, Rockets, but they yeah. ultimately didn't have any power. Then you look at Memphis Bleak, talking about, oh, you're going to be the greatest, you know, talking about he's he's such a great artist but he didn't have any power to yeah. help get him signed. You know, and it's it's like, hmm. But I just show you how the game is. Like, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people, with me being having 
not only grew up doing the era and seeing all that, but also working in the music industry. Yeah. You, you figure out what the real power is. Yeah. Like a lot of people think it's the artist, but the artist is just the face. Mm-hmm. The power is those boards, those directors, yeah. all those folks that's around. And then, you know, you do have some, like Rockefeller was kind of a different type of deal because you had Dame Dash and Jay at the helm. And if they said they wanted something, it get done. Yeah. Versus when we look at Ruckus, where look like Ye would fit, you could tell that, you know, most of Twilight and Quali, he was a perfect fit. They wanted him there. And then it was an AR that was like, yo, I want you here. Yeah. And ultimately they still couldn't, they they passed on signing him. So, you know, you figure out like it is way more. My thing is there. it's like, why were they passed up? Like it wasn't just those two, like Rockefeller and Rockers. Like where why were all these um record labels actually passing up on the rapper Kanye West. Because we right. saw that this man could rap and out rap a lot of rappers that was like the two words with most <laughs> two words with most deaf and I'm done after this. I have yeah. nothing else to say about Kanye after this statement. But before you move on from that, (laughs) I want everybody to understand that before College Dropout was even released, these songs were done. Yeah. Yeah. Like this ain't this this is like 2002. College Dropout came out, I think, late, maybe 2004, 2005. Yeah. This is back where you had where songs were done and folks were just pushing them, trying to work them. The only difference in uh, Jesus Walks was a Selena Johnson wasn't singing. I think that's mm-hmm. her name. Yeah. And I think GLC, no, I think Rhyme Fest was supposed to have the second verse. Yeah. Yeah. Like his, his he said verse it in the room was in there. Him. Yeah. He said it in the room. He said, he said, he said, it's me and he got the second verse. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. But I'm done but after go this. Back. After go, this go statement, ahead. I'm done. Yeah. We out of here after this. Two words with most depth. <laughs> <laughs> Most devils hit his part. Bam, wham, wham. Kanye West shook the room with his verse. I was shaking with his verse. I'm watching it and I know the song. Yeah. You know what and, I'm saying? And, and put y'all in perspective. There's no beat playing. No beat. <laughs> this, Kanye comes in, he's like, he's like, hey, Most. You hit a verse from a documentary. <laughs> this man hits two words. <laughs> and, and straight off the back, I'm like, oh, that's two words. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, two words. I'm like, oh, And I've seen that oh. clip before. Yeah. I've seen that's not a new clip. I didn't know it was like that's what it was from. But like, bro, like he shook the room, man. Yes. That's why, that's why I was like, I would never say Kanye can't rap. You know what I'm saying? Because hmm. Kanye definitely can rap. Yeah. He's very yeah. talented. But um, yeah, man, that's all I got to say about the documentary. If you haven't watched it already, Steve, did you want to say anything for in this thing? Uh, last thing, just Steve keeps coming with stuff. <laughs> no, no. I, I want to make sure that when folks go and watch this, take note of the people that are, the legends that yeah. are in the room with him. Yeah. That that's all I had. Just take notes of the legends. That are in the room yeah. 
with um, the young Kanye West. Right. So if you haven't watched it already, it's on Netflix. It's a documentary. It's called Genius. Um, yeah, man, go check it out. It's three parts. So these next few weeks, we'll be uh, giving our take on each week's episode. So um, the next one actually is out today as you're listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. not while we're recording it. So um, check it out. Come back with us next week and, uh, you know, hear our thoughts and everything like that. But in the meantime, I will say this is a great documentary, man. Something, something really good to look to, look, look at and check out and stuff like that. So um, with that being said, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. If you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Green Out Media Studios, as well as follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Also, um, subscribe to us on wherever you listen to podcasts so you hear every drop and you're notified. Um, also, um, you can follow me on Instagram. I am Tommy T. The third, you got Steve at the great Steve-O Steve and you got Greg at Barry Made of Wood. Um, Thursday, we are going live to talk about the top five uh, Speaker Geekers playlist, uh, weekly playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. So um, come join us on Instagram live to talk about the playlist, man. And we'll discuss the songs and uh, interact with you guys a little bit and kind of talk about the songs that you guys like. So come check us out there. Um, Steve, you got anything? No, we got nothing about Kanye, man. <laughs> no, no. Uh, man, I love I, Kanye, I, by the way. But uh, the only thing I got is, man, I'm sure everybody's that's seen in here that played him is probably kicking themselves in the ass. Right, they are. They are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I'm out, guys. Peace, peace. <laughs>